It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Lauren Simonetti. I'm Brian Kilmeade. I'm Kat Timpf, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, October 9th, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. Did Hamas kill a thousand people within two days in Israel? Imagine that you had 40,000 dead people who were murdered by terrorists in 9-11. That, that is the equivalent in our population of 9 million people. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. Israel's military is preparing its offensive into the Gaza Strip in response to the weekend's shockingly horrific terror attack by Hamas, the ruling Islamist faction in Gaza. It comes as Israel itself had been rocked with political turmoil that had many questioning the Jewish state's usual high level of military readiness. Israel is at war. We didn't want this war. It was forced upon us in the most brutal and savage way. But though Israel didn't start this war, Israel will finish it. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. And yet Israel has seen no lack of willing citizen soldiers, as hundreds of thousands are reporting for duty as called up, even as many mourn parents, siblings, cousins, neighbors. In a nation of nine million people, people often know each other. Well, indeed, we have uh, experienced a brutal attack, and we are in deep pain today. And when you speak about uh, the numbers, you know, it's that they... It reminds me of 9-11. Danny Danan is a member of Israel's parliament, the Knesset. He's also the world chairman of Likud, the Israeli center-right party of its prime minister. And he's also a former ambassador of the Jewish state to the United Nations. And you look at 9-11, you know, in, in the U.S., imagine that you had 40,000 dead people who were murdered by terrorists in 9-11. That, that is the equivalent in our population of 9 million people. So it's it's a massive attack, horrific, barbaric attack. Uh, that is why today we have to stand up, despite the pain, gather our strengths, uh, and fight back. And that's exactly what we are going to do. We're going to fight back. Uh, I call uh, the prime minister to to be bold and to announce that we will eradicate Hamas. Period. I think anything else is basically delaying the the next round with those barbaric uh, terrorists, because we saw what they are capable of doing. They are uh, focused on that. They became expert uh, in chaos uh, and, and violence. And that's why I think we have no choice but to eliminate them completely. Let's talk about what fighting back looks like. Um, there is an expectation, I think, uh, around the world that the IDF uh, has uh, awesome firepower and that it would be ready to use it. But what can you tell us about what they might have planned here? I mean, it, it, we have seen so many in the past surgical strikes, uh, attempts to avoid civilian casualties. Is this going to look the same? We always try to avoid civilian casualties. Unlike Hamas, they commit a double war crime. They target civilians and they hide cowardly behind civilians and using the Palestinians as human shields. Uh, but having said that, 
you know, we're going to hunt them down from the from the air, from the sea, from the land. Uh, and I would advise the people of Gaza to move out, to move out, not to be around Hamas militants or Hamas headquarters, because we are coming to hunt them down and we will do whatever is necessary to, to fight them and to defeat them. Hamas isn't in this alone. Uh, there have been uh, reports, I, I know, in Jerusalem Post that, that uh, Iran provided significant support for this. Uh, the U.S. White House is trying to downplay that. But even Hamas and I think the Iranian uh, Islamic regime have have admitted to this. Um, so is it enough to just simply Hama- uh, target Hamas in Gaza? There are other factions here who are waiting on the wings. We've already had seen rocket attacks from uh, from Lebanon into the north of Israel. Uh, and uh, is there a concern that a, a strike in one area precipitates a strike somewhere else from outside? We are focused now on, on fighting with Hamas, period. Uh, but if anyone else will join this, this cycle of violence against us, we will not sit idly by. Uh, and I, I want to send a very clear message to Hezbollah that uh, if they will attack us, we will bury them under the rebels of Lebanon. So we are not playing anymore. We, we, we paid a heavy price. We are frustrated. And I would advise uh, our enemies in uh, different uh, locations and frontiers uh, not to join uh, the cycle of war we have today against Hamas. There's a a, um, a perpetual, call it a propaganda machine, call it a messaging machine through social media, talks of, of, of this is a, a fight against Zionists or a fight against Israelis. Uh, I'm under the impression that the word Zionist or Israeli uh, doesn't exist much or isn't used much in Arabic. The word they use is Yahud, and that means Jews. I want you to reflect on that for me, please, because who who are the target? Who are Hamas's targets here? Well, we we know uh, uh, that uh, the hate against Jews is ancient. We have seen such kind of uh, massacres in 1929, in 1936, 1948. Uh, since 1948, we established a strong country. We haven't seen uh, such horrible uh, scenes. And unfortunately, we saw it two days ago. So uh, we understand. We are dealing with uh, barbaric terrorists, and, and you have to defeat them. The same way the U.S. defeated Al-Qaeda and ISIS, we have now to defeat Hamas. What do you need from the rest of the world at this point? Do you need something specific? So ba- basically, we, we, we are grateful for the prayers and support of, of many people. We are counting on, on the U.S. to to stand with us, especially when the international pressure will start to, to be more vocal against us. Uh, and if we need the uh, resupply of ammunition, uh, I'm sure we will get the support of the U.S. We've been speaking with Danny Danan, a member of Israel's parliament, as the Jewish state begins its military response against Hamas for its deadly attack, killing possibly a thousand or more Israelis on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Coming up, Fox News contributor Dan Hoffman analyzes what it means for regional stability. You have seen what's been going on the past uh, uh, couple of days here, and as someone who sort of did this for a living in terms of having to gather intelligence and provide actionable intelligence for the defense of a nation or a, or an alliance, um, this has to hit you a certain way, because it, it, it is kind of apparent here that someone was not keeping their eye on something, 
or something got thwarted. And, and that's a, a, a pretty big thing to say when we're talking about Israel, which has had such a, a high reputation and an elite reputation for not just its military, but for its intelligence gathering and analysis. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. This was a, a, an unprecedented attack where you had, you know, roughly a thousand Hamas terrorists crossing that 37 mile border at various locations and launching a combined air, land, and sea massive attack on southern Israel. As Israel has spent the past days trying to stop invading Hamas terrorists, the big question is how could Israel's well-regarded military and intelligence outfits miss the signs of an impending terror attack? Dan Hoffman spent a career at the CIA. He was the agency's station chief in Moscow. It was his job to help gather and interpret intelligence, what an enemy knows and what it plans to do. He's now a Fox News contributor. And inflicting great harm, killing innocent uh, Israeli uh, citizens, murdering them in their homes. And I can tell you that I'm sure no one feels worse about this than Israel's intelligence services, the Shin Bet and Mossad, the border guards, the Israeli defense forces. Uh, But I will also tell you that, uh, you know, from my experience at the CIA, uh, after 9-11, you know, we're calling this Israel's 9-11. 36 days after 9-11, CIA officers were on the ground in Afghanistan taking the fight to the enemy. And I'm quite sure that Israeli intelligence right now behind the scenes, and we're not obviously privy to what they're doing, but I'm sure that they're looking at the targets they need to hit in Gaza when that ground offensive starts. Right now they're hitting targets from the air, uh, and and they're hitting the military targets they need to hit to soften up the the defenses. Uh, But I think it's a prelude to a ground offensive, and that's where I think Israeli intelligence is working right now behind the scenes. Uh, in fact, we just uh, spoke with uh, Danny Danan, the former UN uh, ambassador from Israel, who's now a member of the Israeli parliament, who said that the advance from uh, the Israeli defense forces was going to be by land, by air, by sea. C- could you describe the, in any way the, the difference of whether it's tactics or philosophy that has to go into uh, these operations by air, by land, and by sea, because they are very, very different and require different skill sets. This is a very, very challenging target set. You've got the Gaza Strip, which is incredibly small, but densely, so densely populated. And honestly, my assessment is that Hamas took those hostages and brutalized, murdered innocent Israeli civilians precisely because they want Israel uh, to mount a ground offensive, which Israel will be victorious, but they will spill a lot of blood and treasure. And Hamas wants to damage Israel's reputation so that any sort of reconciliation with Saudi Arabia is no longer possible. That's where I think we're looking at. That's where I think we're headed. And it's almost unavoidable given the challenge of, of fighting your way through Hamas strongholds in in the Gaza Strip. It is extraordinarily difficult. You talk about damaging the potential relations between Israel and Saudi Arabia. Um, Saudi Arabia has not, from my knowledge, not acknowledged the large number of deaths, and we're talking probably now into the thousands with another discovery of of bodies here. Um, Saudi Arabia has not offered any kind of condolences or anything like that, and there's been rumblings that the peace negotiations might be scuttled at this point. Why Why would this dissuade Saudi Arabia? It, it, there, there's enough evidence to show who was the aggressor here, it, and, and it was Hamas. 
Yeah, I think in the heat of the moment, though, right now, uh, cognizant of their own populations and the way that the, their own population feels about this conflict, I think in most of those Sunni Arab states, uh, the leaders are going to be very careful about any public pronouncements, certainly in favor of Israel. I wouldn't expect that. But uh, words are one thing, deeds are another. Um, and uh, we'll just have to kind of wait and see how this shakes out. But again, I think that it, it would not be politically uh, feasible, certainly hard to imagine this, this peace process carrying on under the current circumstances. And frankly, the focus for Israel is on Gaza. What the United States has to be careful of is that we don't see a second front where Hezbollah attacks Israel with more than just rockets or whether where Syria attacks from the Golan Heights. Those are two other fronts Israel has to be worried about. The United States can provide intelligence, uh, tactical warning intelligence, indications and warning, but we can also uh, make public statements about the extent to which we would become involved if Iran or Syria, Lebanese, Hezbollah, were to take this opportunity to try to attack Israel. And it all does come back to Iran. The, uh, there have been conflicting reports about how much Iran is involved here and, and, and whatnot, but I think it's it's obvious one way or another the, the overarching theme is Iran's uh, involvement. They have long funded uh, Hamas and other groups like Hezbollah. Uh, they don't uh, deny it. Uh, Hamas often brags about it. How, how much further does this have to go? Does this have to go to Tehran uh, in terms of a fight? Well, that's that's an open question. I, I certainly don't think it's going there right now, but I think that we, the United States and Israel certainly have to be prepared in the event that uh, we see provocations from Iran. But your point about Iran is absolutely well taken. And one of the questions I would ask, you know, National Security Spokesperson John Kirby, among others at the White House, if the president were speaking publicly today, would Hamas have mounted this attack without all the assistance that Iran has provided them over the years? Forget about whether Iran coordinated this particular attack or not. That's almost a distinction without a difference. But Hamas has indeed relied on Iran for technology to build those missiles that they have used to strike uh, Israel uh, with impunity and has relied on Iran for massive influx of, of, of cash uh, and, and to build those tunnels. So that's, I think, a, a legitimate question to be asking. And, you know, the Iranians are behind proxy terrorists all over the world. And, and that's their model in Iraq uh, and in Lebanon in particular, but not just limited to those places. Dan Hoffman, Fox News contributor, former CIA station chief in Moscow. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thanks. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.